Today's readings, as we look and reflect upon the Scriptures of the day, we see this theme that God is inviting us to reflect on for our own lives. And that theme basically is that when we're here in this world, when we go through our daily lives and you know, we get up, we go to work or whatever we do each day, as we go on, the Lord's saying to be prophets. He's calling us all to be prophetic. He's calling us all to be mouthpieces for Himself. He's calling every one of us to look at our lives and realize that we're not just an ordinary accountant, lawyer, doctor, carpenter, teacher, mom, dad, but we are anointed with the Holy Spirit. We are anointed carpenters, anointed lawyers, anointed doctors, anointed teachers, anointed moms, anointed dads. We are anointed by the Holy Spirit. We are anointed by God. And that means that we should look different and see differently than what the world might see. You know, the government might see a social security number. You see a person. And we as Christians are called to bring this personal dimension, this personalism, if you will, into the world where we see people and we relate to people. Whatever venue God uses you in, in in the corporate world, whatever way you're, you're living your lives, What gives life excitement is when we live in that anointing and through that anointing and by that anointing. You know, we say, Mass, through Him, with Him, and in Him. All glory and honor to You, Almighty Father, forever and ever. So we give glory to the Father when we live in Christ, with Christ, and through Christ. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. See, when you were baptized, you received this anointing on your forehead with the sacred chrism. And that chrism has a fragrance. If you ever smell chrism, it gives off a beautiful fragrant aroma. Because the point of that is the anointing, the word Christos in Greek means anointed one. We're all Christos. Other Christs through our baptism, our confirmation. And here at the Mass, we are entering into our baptism into Christ. We enter into the sacrifice of Jesus. You and I aren't spectator sports here. You know, this isn't a spectator sport. It's like you're here in the pews to participate in the Eucharist. Fully, actively, and consciously. And what are you bringing to the Eucharist? You're bringing your sacrifices. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. What is your sacrifice? It's how you lived this week, this morning, this day. It's how you proclaimed the body of Christ to your spouse, to your family, to your co-workers, to your children. It's how you lived in Him, with Him, and through Him. It's how you experienced loss this week of energy because of your service to Christ. It's how you've experienced maybe someone laughed at you or persecuted you because you didn't do what everyone else was doing. You didn't just follow the crowd. But instead, you stood on the firm ground of the truth of the Gospel and you paid for it. 
That's the sacrifice that we bring here. So, as we go through our week, we name, it's good to come into church here, to be able to name, where did I experience a loss, a sacrifice for Jesus? Where did I let Jesus live through me? You know, just getting up in the morning and not whining. That's a sacrifice. Because you're choosing, instead of to whine, to be grateful. Or complain. You know, choosing when you have a headache to say, Jesus, I take this headache and I offer it up for all those hard-headed people in the world. (laughs) Or Jesus... I take this pain in my leg and I offer it up for all those who aren't walking in the truth of the Gospel. See, that's looking at life differently than the world. We don't just run and pop the pill for the pain. That's okay. But we look at the pain and we connect it to our mission in life. Lord, my boss today is a pain in the blank. Lord, my boss is a pain. Help me, Jesus, to offer this pain up, this persecution or this craziness at work for all those who are lost and are living their lives in the craziness of the world. We bring our aroma into our workplace as an accountant at work, uh, a carpenter, you know, a, a school teacher, a teenager in, in school, whatever. We bring an aroma into the classroom. We bring an aroma into the workplace, work site, whatever it be, into the office. We bring that fragrance of Christ, which is this life as we see it isn't everything This life as we see it isn't complete. There's another dimension to life. The spiritual dimension. Which our souls, our intellects, give us the capacity to tap into through faith. So I'd like you to think this next week. How is Christ inviting you to live as prophets in the world. Next time somebody's struggling that comes up to you at work or at school or or at the supermarket or when you're getting your hair done, whatever it be, bring Jesus into that situation. Rely upon the anointing that we were given through baptism and confirmation. Tap into it. You know, if you have if you have a, a huge bank of treasure and you're only working with the pocket change you have, there's something wrong with that. Our second reading says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens with every spiritual blessing in the heavens. You are given the strength you need each day. Life's not fair. Life's not easy. It never will be on this earth. We've got to get over trying to make that happen. We've got to enter into the Eucharist, the cross. 
and we live as prophets, inviting people higher, calling people higher, lifting their minds and hearts to the higher realities of love. How do I live love? When I have that headache, I embrace it and say, Jesus, I take this headache as a form of crucifixion, as a form of Eucharist, and I offer my body, my hurting head, for all those who are suffering from pride or hard-headedness that don't think it matters that you died on the cross, that don't know you love them. See, that's taking a material, physical, biological, whatever reality, and it's elevating it spiritually. And Jesus in you takes that and offers it to the Father for souls, and then you become a conduit through which God channels His spiritual blessings and graces into those people wherever they are in the world. See, you're participating in feeding souls. You're participating in the saving work of Jesus. And then the last line of this second reading says, we were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. The first installment of our inheritance. The Holy Spirit is the first God's installment plan. He's giving you the Spirit so that Jesus can live through you His life and prophesy to the world a message of love and hope. You know, whether you're in the doctor's office, you know, fighting a case at the courthouse, whether you're pounding a nail and you smack your thumb, you have a few ways to deal with the smack thumb, right? Oh, or Jesus, take this bleeding thumb and I offer it up to you for all those people that don't use their hands to serve you and love you. You see, we take what we go through, you take your sacrifices this week, you bring them here to this altar, and you and Jesus together then start to participate in saving souls all over the world. Your being here this morning is affecting this whole world. The whole world is being touched by your laying your daily sacrifices on this altar. That's the full reality. That's the full truth. That through our baptism we participate in the saving work of Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives through us. We live the Eucharist. We don't just come to Mass, but we participate in Mass. So, let's pray for each other this week. And let's pray for the grace to lean on the Holy Spirit to help us to take our daily crosses and unite them to Jesus for the salvation of souls. Glory to the Lord